you ready to be entrefied? Let's break free of the life we are told to live. Create freedom and wealth by adding value to others' lives. Challenge traditions, challenge authority, and get entrefied. Hey guys, Patrick here. Hope you're doing great today. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, just coming in, clocking in a quick episode here on January the, what is it, 9th? Yeah, January the 9th here. Uh, Join some good old Nashville, Tennessee, uh, 70, 60 to 70 degree weather. Yeah, it's very confusing. I don't know why it is this temperature, but I, I may have to mow my own yard or get or do something about it here in the next few uh uh days i mean it's crazy like i see grass everywhere i'm like dude it's january what like does does christmas even exist does snow exist i haven't even seen a shred of it and hey if you're out in australia right now just want to say hands out to you guys you guys are really like i i hear it's really bad in australia so if you need anything i've actually gonna be talking more about it tomorrow about um kind of setting up what I'm going to be doing to try to help people in Australia because, or to help people in Australia because those fires are ridiculous, man. They are ridiculous. They're really bad. And, um, yeah, it's definitely, definitely getting crazy out there. So anyway, uh, if you just came on, don't know what the show's about, just talking about some business today, more, more so employees and, and, and how they can be expensive and hard to find. And, and it's 2020. It's hard to say those that word. It's 2020. It's hard to say that because it really is crazy how fast time is flying. Next decade, hopefully, we'll be colonizing Mars. Who knows? But you need employees to colonize Mars. So <laughs> today we're going to be talking about employees because they are the brunt of the work. They are the guys that that do a lot of it. And you know, running bare bones on a smaller business is important. If you're just starting out, you, you definitely don't want to have a lot of employees unless you are looking or, or you're scaling quickly. A lot of tech companies, they scale very quickly and you can grab a lot of employees. Me personally, I like to take things slow. I like to go really slow and, and make sh- and, and double check my work because, man, I have messed up so much stuff. I've lost so much money because of stupidity and I, I, I'm a slow kind of guy, slow kind of guy. So I like to use mostly contractors and freelancers, and I know Jeff, you guys hear him a lot. He does a lot of the rental properties, um, and, and he has a lot of contractors he uses, and you know he's always telling me stories about stuff they're doing and, and finding quality contractors, and he says it's actually fairly difficult, and today I'm hoping to kind of kind of find some good places and, and hopefully give you guys some resources, because He's right. There are a lot of um, a lot of jobs that need to be done, and finding the right employees to do those is. I mean, there's so many people out there nowadays, and the internet's making stuff very different the way we work. So, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, freelancers, contractors, because, and I say that because if I need something specific, like I need a logo created or. I need something done on a website like, hey, I need you to go build, uh, I don't know, 20 really solid uh, emails or, hey, I need you to write some copy or, or something along those lines. I need you to help marketing. You know, there's so many there's so many things you could specialize in. It doesn't make sense. As a business owner, your job is not to be specialized in something. 
It is to bring together specialized people to accomplish a mission. And that's not true at all, all the times because look at, look at McDonald's. Their business model is made on uh, of the lowest tier employees you can get, which are generally people in high school, just getting out of high school, don't have a lot of specialized knowledge. And so a company like McDonald's, they excel off of that very low overhead to their employees. And that's what makes McDonald's such a massive business. And so you can go a lot of ways in, in, in that regard. But I'll give you a perfect example. Let's say tomorrow you go outside and you break your arm and you need to get your arm fixed, obviously. Are you going to pick up a book and learn how to be a doctor? Or are you going to go hire a doctor to speed up the process? So the thing about being a business is you're not, you're not trying to learn things like skills. You're trying to bring these skills together and push these skills in a direction of a common goal. You're trying to get the doctors all in a hospital and be efficiently and take care of patients, be efficient. Your job is just to it's kind of like it's kind of like your job is to put together a puzzle. You have a lot of different pieces. You're trying to fit those pieces together where they're supposed to go and make the bigger picture. You got to be a bigger picture guy. And that and and there are some smaller business um type of people and and styles and all that. And I'm not saying you don't do anything. I'm saying that you you kind of oversee connecting people. That's all you're doing. You're just connecting people. So uh, a lot of companies, I, I personally hate placement companies. Oh, my God. I live in Nashville. And a few years back when I was working for tech companies, when I was doing tech stuff, I had to, uh, or every single job in Nashville, almost 99% of the jobs, maybe 90% of jobs in the tech field, that's all I can really speak for when you're job seeking, is it was um, recruiters, like recruitment companies. And man, they're such a pain in the butt because not only are you interviewing once for them, you have to interview twice, a second time for some other company. And it never works, honestly, just never works. You're doing like five interviews when you could just go directly to that company and do one interview. It's a real pain in the butt, real pain in the butt. And I really despise that business model and that style because what they do is they'll give you a contract making $25 an hour and then the the company will actually be making $30 an hour off of your placement. They'll take that $5 for themselves and then they'll pay you out whatever's left, $25, $24, whatever. It's a pretty smart business model, but I really despise uh, recruiters. And if you're a recruiter, I'm sorry, but... Man, it's super annoying to have to do eight interviews just to get to one place. And honestly, software is automating a lot of stuff. Look at chatbots on Facebook. Uh, a lot of people are actually talking to chatbots. Look at the credit card companies. When you call in, who are you talking to? A robot. Please press one if you want to talk to recruiting. Two for human resources. Three for business administration. I mean, it's all robots and it's all automated. And why do companies do this? Well, it's to cut costs, obviously. <laughs> and especially if it's a big company like a corporation, they are trying to obviously appease the investors. So you kind of got to gauge what level of business you are, small, medium, large. And and that's kind of what they do because obviously if you're a small business and you're using robots, people are going to really dislike your service. They want to talk to you one-on-one. -on -one. But if you're a large company like Microsoft, all you're going to get is robots. 
and but because they don't care they don't care they they don't care if they lose a customer or two they don't give a crap they're freaking massive they have millions and billions of dollars trillions sorry this is microsoft they have a trillion dollar market cap it's like 1.2 it's stupid they don't care if they lose your hundred dollars they don't care but then you take a small company a small guy and he only gets maybe 10 customers a day on his uh shop you take one guy that's that's 10 percent of his profits for the whole day it's a big deal to him so you got to kind of balance when you're automating and when you're using an employee for something so there's a lot of ways to employ someone. Contracting, salary, uh, hourly rate, freelancers. Now, work is changing and moving in a new direction. This is 2020. It's a gig economy. It's a freaking gig economy. I say that because these contractor guys, they're basically putting you on hourly. And they'll be like, you can do straight hourly 24 or you can do hourly with some like benefits through us. And what that's doing for big companies and smaller, medium companies, that's allowing them to get an employee and hire that employee for $20 flat, and they don't have to pay any of their crap like pensions or health insurance, any of that stuff. They don't want to pay that, and I don't blame them. I mean, it cuts into their profits hugely. And so they're, they're trying to go through these agencies to cut down on their costs. And I'll explain in some ways that can be good and bad, and I'll explain that in a little bit. But there's a lot of ways to employ someone. Work is, is definitely changing. The 40-hour work week is going to die. Mark my words, it will be dead. I don't know when. I don't know how much longer. But it will, it will soon disappear. This is a different world. 40, who said 40 hours is what you got to do to make you know, money? Who said that that's what you got to do? It's not. 40 hours, that's stupid. Whoever came up with it, I guarantee you 90% of the employees doing that 40 hours a week only use maybe 20, 25 to do actual work. Five hours of it a week's probably spent talking around the cooler, shooting the stuff. You know, so you got to kind of, you got to kind of realize that you're the the 40-hour work week is going to change. It's going to be obsolete. Uh, hiring full-time employees is very costly. You have to do blanket insurance. You have to do their hourly rate. You have to do the vacation days. It's super expensive to have a full-time employee. Look at Uber and Lyft and their dilemma in California. They, you know, basically if you're an Uber or Lyft driver, I've never done it before. I don't know much about it. But what I do know is the drivers, I think, are considered self-employed, I believe, or maybe contractors. And if you're a self-employed contractor or whatever, you're not an employee. You're not. And so they were pushing to be employees and get full-time benefits for drivers in California. Well, that's great. I understand if you're an employee, you want to get those benefits. You want to get all these, all these, uh, you want all the extra I don't know, days off, health care, all that. But what they don't get is Uber and Lyft have never been profitable. They're always, they've always been in debt. The entire time they've been in business, they've been in debt as a corporation. So what people have to understand is when you start pushing them to give full-time benefits to drivers, what they're going to do is they're going to stop the program, they're going to pick the five best drivers, and then everybody else is going to get screwed over. And so people think that they're pushing for something productive, but they're actually hurting everyone else in the process. Because where are they going to get the money from? I mean, Uber and Lyft are not profitable. They're not making any money every year. Year over year returns are negative. 
They're not making money. How can they afford to also pay everybody full-time benefits? They cannot. So in that instance, they have to rely on people that are just a strictly flat rate because they're trying to become profitable, and they're just not. So pushing for that hourly is not smart at all, and it's it's hurting everybody in California that was an Uber or Lyft driver. They're getting screwed over by that. So sometimes pushing for more is actually hurting a lot of people. And like I talk about all the time, guys, it's about being selfish. When you're selfish, focusing only on yourself, you're not taking a step back and looking at the bigger picture, you're going to end up stepping on a lot of toes inadvertently, and you're not even going to know it. Next thing you know, everything's going to be shut down, and you're going to be sitting there holding the bag wondering why this happened. You're going to be like, well, I had great intentions. Great intentions don't equate to profitability and sustainment people don't understand this you have to make sacrifices and a company like amazon can afford the 15 an hour raise they're a profitable company they kill it man they kill it they crush it they make a lot of money and they have low overhead because they have no brick and mortar stores they have no reliability expenses like uber and lyft they have to be liable for a lot of legal stuff they're probably getting their butt sued every other day Amazon isn't. They have low overhead, so therefore they can afford to bump the raises up of everybody in the minimum wage. So in, in, in instances like that, you have to do research. And if you're an employee, you got to do research. If you're a small company, I suggest a skeleton crew. It's pretty obvious. Start with freelancers. They can get you off the ground. Look, if you don't know how to make an intro song, a logo... You don't know how to use Photoshop. You don't know how to make a website. You can do all that for a couple hundred bucks, and you're good. In fact, I do that all the time. I hired a guy to make a logo for me. I've hired multiple people to make logos for me. I've hired so many people to do so many random things. I can't even keep up with it anymore. But what I do know is they do great work, and then I never, got, I never have to talk to them again. I don't have any upkeep to pay them. I don't like monthlies. That kills my cash flow. I hate monthlies. I like pay it one time, forget about it. You know, there's it's 2020, guys. I'm not trying. There's no such thing as pensions anymore. I mean, they just don't exist. The only way you get to retirement is if you work for the government or the military. In all honesty, I mean, you may can pull it off from some government position, but you just got to be real. Everything is a gig economy. It's a one and done. Like you call up Joe, Joe comes over to your house, fixes your, I don't know, shower, and he leaves. That's it. You don't have Joe coming over every day, standing around with the ranch, saying, hey, man, what can I fix today? Nothing. Nothing, Joe. Get out of here. So once you have enough in profits to squeeze in one full-time worker, you'll want a gun for a full-time, I-do-everything kind of person. You need somebody that is generally the exact opposite of you of your personality. If you want to scale, you have to have a person that brings in qualities that you don't have, or you're going to hit a lot of obstacles. And you're not going to make it very far. And once you have that person in place, um, continue on with freelancers. Try to try to stay skinny. Try to stay skinny, and work your way up. Having uh, enough profits to add someone that specializes in accounting, money, and then that guy basically can tell you, "Hey, we can add this guy or that guy." If you're weak in the money aspect, and if you're strong in the money aspect, then you handle it. I mean, you have to continue on from there. It's odd, But just take small steps and know that you can absorb the damage and the blows. And keep in mind, cash flow is king. 
And what I mean by cash flow, let's say I got a thousand in expenses every month and two thousand in earnings and profit. Okay, I got two thousand. I got one thousand in cash flow. So now you have to take and look at that cash flow and say, how can I increase this while keeping my uh, expenditures low? How can I increase my profits? And that's a very difficult question. And that's where you do bring in other people that specialize in what you don't know because you can only get that cash flow so high yourself until eventually you're going to hit a bump that's like uh, you can't make it past three grand a month in this business model without getting some help. You just can't. And that's when you realize you need a doctor. Your arm is broken. You just can't fix it. You need a doctor. So my main point is, guys, it's a gig economy. You hire a specialist for a couple jobs, and then you move on. People don't expect pensions, full benefits as much anymore. And most people only stay at a company for two years. And now, I live in Nashville, and I'm talking about really the economy in Nashville that I see. It may be different in smaller towns, brick-and-mortar stores, but I don't believe in either one of those. I don't believe in brick-and-mortar, and I don't believe in starting a business in a small town. So you need you don't need specialists specialists unless your jobs specifically rely on them like tech companies well obviously if you have a tech company that is fixing computers and servers you're going to need the same guy to come in every day you're going to need john to come in every day because john knows the servers and the in and outs of it and he probably created them but when it's a one-time job you don't need somebody so you have to realize and you have to really think hard on what you specifically need and what you can outsource So my action step for today, check out Fiverr or Upwork for some solid freelancers. And I generally hire from sites like these and have them perform jobs that are generally one to two times. And it's things I'm not great at. And there's a lot of, you have to be humble and realize you suck at this. And you need to obviously work towards it, but you don't necessarily need to be like, I got to spend every single day learning the skill. You're not a doctor. You're hiring the doctor to do the work that needs to be done, and that's it. You're done. So, hey, guys, I hope this helps today. I hope you got something from this. Uh, I would really appreciate it if you go to Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars, hopefully, if you really love me. If you don't, that's okay. That's okay. Um, have a great rest of your week. Have a great January. 2020 is a year of prosperity, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Are you feeling entrefied yet? We hope so. For more information and news updates, check us out at www.entrefied.com or contact Patrick directly on facebook.com slash Patrick Hughes 9000.